Hans? Yes, 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 that's the one. I'm still working on that barrier. I'm still working on just doing a, you know, five minute mile, one mile. <laughs> well, I shouldn't lie, I'm not working on it. You know, every once in a while I think about it, but I, li I like the long, I like the long distance. You know, like, you run below five? <laughs> you know, you were asking a question earlier about your spirit versus the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of the good things about isolating your spirit, not so much from the Holy Spirit because that's kind of difficult to do, but is the more you uh, isolate your spirit, the easier it is to discern uh, what is from the Lord and what is not, what is from the flesh, what is from the emotions. So don't take what I said, that like you, you want to develop your own spirit because that you'll differentiate between all of the, the two other main inputs that you have. Well, the soul is mind, will, and emotion, so there's three there, but you know, that part of the soul and then the flesh. And uh, like Paul said, uh, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays. So in other words, I'm yielding my spirit to the Holy Spirit and then he gives me the utterance. So there's like this transfer of utterance that comes and then your flesh yielded to your spirit will give forth words from heaven. Because uh, Paul said, when you pray in an unknown tongue, you're not praying to men, but you're praying to God. And that was one of the things when I was first filled with the spirit I loved so much. Because uh, you could be in a, a group of people like this, and if you haven't prayed much publicly, it's very difficult to not be influenced by the people that are in the room in your prayers. And so when I found out, wait a minute, I know for sure when I pray in unknown tongues, I am not praying to be heard of people. <laughs> it really helped, you know. And of course, you wouldn't pray in tongues in a group of people uh, on a Wednesday here you would, you know, but if you're with a group of people that don't understand tongues, you know, then they're just going to be like, what's that? That's just a bunch of gibberish. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you don't uh, cast pearls before swine. You just kind of pay. Paul said, pray to yourself and to the Lord. Um, but, uh, you know, you're actually praying to God with words from God. It's like the perfect prayer. Uh, Genesis 126, I'll make a comment here myself, page 15. Uh, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every keeping thing that creeps on the earth. And I make this because of what Bill said. Because... The devil is trying to come against everything that God has given man. And so God gave man dominion over these things, over the earth and everything that moves on the earth. So sometimes people will be like, well, you know, man shouldn't be developing this and shouldn't be doing this and shouldn't be doing that. No, no we're, the, God told us to subdue the earth, bring it under subjection, right? And also the animals. And so these people are saying, don't subdue the animals, let the animals do whatever they want. And, um, you know, it's not biblical. Uh, but also, it's not biblical. Uh, we are stewards uh, of the earth, and so it's also not biblical to trash your planet. You know, you got to be good stewards. It's not, you know, the Lord doesn't want you abusing animals, abusing the planet, anything like that. People, uh, flesh tends to go to extremes, <laughs> you know. Well, I do whatever I want, da, 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 and the Lord's going to melt all this stuff anyhow, so what does it matter? You know, it kind of matters because you don't like your backyard to be stinky and full of junk, you know. <laughs> You pollute the water and all that, all that, you know. But 
it is, you know, uh, so, some of these things, you, you love by the Spirit. Uh, I've never told this in our church, but I'll tell it right now. <laughs> I, I went, uh, my first full-time meeting with Brother Hagin was uh, January of 2002, and I went to a church uh, in, on, in North Miami Beach, Florida, in the winter, so that was great. And this church was, uh, was an amazing church, pastored by, by the, uh, a guy by the name of Stan Moore. Well, maybe 10 years before that, um, Brother Hagin was in another meeting, and he was praying in the Spirit, in other tongues. He's praying in the Spirit, in other tongues. And while he's praying, he had a vision. And he saw uh, Stan Moore's church property that they had bought before they built the building. And uh, the building hadn't been built at this time. And uh, he was praying in the spirit. All of a sudden, he uh, used his spiritual authority and, and commanded that to come out of the ground in the name of Jesus. He saw these three, I think it was three, demons come out of the ground. Like all this black smoke and stuff came out. And um, so he called Stan shortly after that and asked him about it. And uh, he said, well, because he'd never told Brother Hagin. He said, well, he said, we bought this land and then we found out it was polluted. And uh, the EPA said, you can't build anything on it, and there's no way to fix it. You can never get it out. He said, go have them test again. So he had them test again, completely pollution-free. <laughs> so I'm not saying you can pollute and then just command the devils to come out of it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying you get in, 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 you yield to spiritual things and let the Lord lead you and guide you and give your tongue over to the things of God. And things that our natural mind would say, like, we have, to, we have to go, like, get dump trucks and take all this stuff away, and they say that won't even fix it. Uh, you know, uh, the Lord knows how to fix about anything. Dominion. Yeah, yeah, you exercise dominion. Praise the Lord. All right, so, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, if there's nothing else, we'll pray. Do, do you guys, would you like to do two chapters before next week, or is one chapter good? Now, the next chapter is a little longer than this chapter was, and, and we're not giving you three weeks to do the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not so much about the length, it's more about our density. Yeah. Well, I think we'll do one chapter again next week, and then, uh, and then uh, 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 we'll just go from there, but. <laughs> well, there'll be a, an open book test now. <laughs> well, the first quiz is uh, probably tonight or tomorrow, and that, that'll be the Lord uh, kind of dealing with you, <laughs> you know. Again, I, I can't emphasize enough, like, uh, your spirit, you're a believer, you're designed to believe, so your default is, I believe. And, um, uh, you know, you are his sheep and you know his voice. So if you approach this like, well, I don't ever hear from God, I won't hear from God, I don't know, um, you're not approaching it uh, from the right side of the mountain, and maybe you're in the wrong range. Uh, you have to come with the word and understand, I am a child of God. He made me to hear him. He made me just like him, in his likeness and his image. I'm not with the same... Uh, you know, uh, divinity is him. I'm not saying that, but he, he made me, uh, 
in his likeness and in his image. I'm his son. And so think about it this way. You have as much ability to hear the voice of God and understand what he's communicating to you as he has the ability to give you. You follow? So in other words, anytime you measure yourselves by yourselves, the Bible says you're unwise. So if you look and you say, wait, wait, wait. You, know, you feel like, okay, I just don't feel like I, I hear from the Lord. I don't feel like I'm ever led by the Lord. Okay, that's fine. But just don't go by what you feel like. So how do you do that? Well, you find out, wait a second. God is a spirit, and he made me a spirit in his likeness and in his image. And he did it with as much ability, with as much foreknowledge, in other words, knowing the future, uh, knowing every detail of your life, he did that as perfectly as it's possible to do it. And so God doesn't do anything halfway. In other words, he made you uh, with perfect reception to him. So if you follow what he said, it's not really a problem. Uh, but where we have the problem is like, you know, in Romans, you know, people are like, I'm not going to acknowledge the Lord. Or I'm not going to look to the Lord. Well, maybe you don't even you acknowledge the Lord in all of your uh, ways and he will direct your path. Right. So if you don't acknowledge him, even that you are his sheep and you hear his voice, why are you upset that you don't hear his voice? Because you're not even acknowledging that. How is he going to lead you down that path? How's that path going to be open to you? Because uh, everything in the kingdom is really by faith. Uh, without faith, it's impossible to please him. And so in some form or fashion, you're going to have to trust what he said in order to hear and not only hear, but in order to hear. That's how Jesus said it. Uh, hear, faith comes by hearing. In other words, that's not just your ear, but actually comes by in your spirit or your heart receiving what he has said, really hearing what he said. Like if I said to my wife, Melody, that was wrong of me. I'm asking you from my heart, please forgive me. I'm not wanting her to, to respond from her head. Like I'm like pouring myself, putting myself out there, and if she gives me a head response, you know, I'm liable to get right back in the flesh. <laughs> but I walk in love, so, you know. Uh, Right? In other words, you can isolate your heart. Some people are like, well, what is my heart? What is my heart? Well, if you think of a, uh, a, a friendship that has been strained or a, a romantic relationship that you want to communicate and you want to communicate from your heart, you want to know, you want them to know, no, uh, all, all that junk, all that whatever, I apologize. I, I, I should not have done that, should not have said that, should not have been involved in that. You want them to hear your heart. And then if, if there's a point of conflict like that, you want to hear their heart. You just don't want to hear like their insecurities and their defense. You really don't want to ever hear those. <laughs> because why? They'll put, they'll put up a blockade and they'll put up a front and they'll put up pride. And, and um, you know, God resists the proud. The proud. So you're not going to have the Lord in that, in that situation where strife and contention are is every evil thing. And the Lord's not in that. And so... Um, so it's with your heart, and it's with the heart that man believes, and it's impossible to please him uh, without faith. So that means that God knows that, because he's the one that set it up that way, and he would never make a plan for your life that didn't require you to 
live by faith. So if you're living without trusting him, you're not really living by faith. Um, so he, he loves you and he made it possible. And um, this, you know, th- this is just talking about we're getting a foundation. I think next week we'll talk about spirit, soul and body and some of those other things. So we'll kind of go a little bit further into this. And then after that, he's going to go into different ways uh, that you're led and, and, and you know the leading. And one of the reasons I really like this book, you know, because I also, of course, have Kenneth Hagin's book, uh, this one, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God. Uh, but Mark Brzee put it really, I think, very simply and gave a lot, gives a lot of everyday examples that you can, uh, pretty much everybody can see like, oh, that's, um, yeah, that's happened to me, or oh, yeah, I've got that, or this or that or whatever. And so... Um, this should be something that would, should be like a lot of freedom. And that you're like, you know what? I am not walking on this earth alone. I have the Spirit of God, and He is leading me and guiding me in every situation. And like I said, He's never led me wrong. And, um, you know, I've been in um, um, groups sometimes where you feel like, I am the most unspiritual person there. Everybody else, why? They're all into this, and they're all getting that, and they're... Uh, but I'll, in those times, uh, I'll have the Holy Spirit, um, and sometimes like that, I'll have the Holy Spirit just be like, don't do it. Don't go down that route. Don't go down that route. But man, your flesh wants to because you feel like I am the only idiot in the room. <laughs> and everybody else is, you know, it's like almost like being in a thing, and anybody have any questions? And nobody asks a question that everybody actually has, you know, what we call the stupid question, which is not stupid, but everybody, pride, pride says it is, you know. And, um, but I'll tell you what, I have, in hindsight, after those events, because I don't think, I don't even want to say it this way, because it makes it sound like, whoa, that's amazing, but I don't recall a time when I ever uh, did that in like, a, in like a group setting or ever went against that. Now, individually, I have. I've had some relationships that the Lord said, don't, don't, don't get too close in that relationship, and I did it. Oh, I regretted it afterwards. It's so horrible. Because your flesh, and I didn't do anything sinful as far as, except for I disobeyed the voice of the Lord, which is sinful. Um, but you know, I'm not talking like crazy stuff like that, but um, it did damage. And then you try to like repair that damage. And you're like, oh, because relationship damage is some of the hardest damage to deal with. And, uh, but yet the Lord was leading me the whole way. But I was like, no, I just, I just want that, you know. <laughs> and I, I, I. And so the Lord will always lead you in the right direction. And he'll make sure. So if you have like a, a check about something, you know, just hold back and pray about it and ask the Lord, like, like what is that? You know, because uh, uh, he can save, he will save you if you follow him from a lot of hassle and a lot of junk. And it's much better to learn the truth of the word than to have to unlearn the religion of man. It it, it takes a lot more effort to unlearn than it does to learn correctly. And so you don't want to have to find that I'm having to unlearn all this. And, um, you know, that's uh, uh, the Holy Spirit would just always save you. He'll always lead you right. And 
at the moment, you might not understand it and you might be impatient about it. You know, I'll just raise my hand. Nobody else has to raise their hand. But you might get impatient because you're like, well, but this and just, just let me just tell you, just follow him. He will never lead you wrong. And even if, if you make a mistake in following him, I mean, what are you going to say to the Lord? Lord, I knew that was wrong. I just went ahead and did it. Like, no, I was, my heart was right. I, I was endeavoring to follow you. And, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I didn't mean to do that. You know, I got, I got my emotions all involved, all that type of stuff, you know. And uh, it's certainly better than to just say, Lord, I just flippantly just said, no, I just, I don't really care. Well, the Lord will forgive you in both cases, but, you know, <laughs> one is uh, you kind of, you kind of, um, uh, uh, seriously went a wrong direction. The other one was your heart was your heart was to do the right thing. You, you just got caught up and made a mistake. So, all right. Well, let's pray, and um, then we'll do chapter three for next week, and we'll be meeting back here at what time? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. <laughs> or seven fifteen if you choose. We try to yield to the Holy Spirit, so we're not going to force anybody. (laughs) Father, we love you so much. We thank you that you have brought us into your family. Father, I pray right now for every one of us that you'll give us uh, light and insight concerning the impact that that has had upon us to be members of your family. Father, I thank you for your love that you love us with, that that love uh, goes beyond what our natural mind could comprehend or wrap around. I thank you, Father, for every person that's here. I thank you, Father, for your plan for every life that is here and every family that's represented here. I plead the blood of Jesus over everything that concerns every individual here, even those listening. Father, I I thank you that you have good plans and not evil, to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a future and a hope. And Father, I I just pray right now that um, you'll help each of us to tune in more clearly to your voice and not to be uh, um, drawn away by the many voices that are in the world, but that our attention and our hearts would be open to you and to your voice. I thank you that you made us to hear you, that you made us to follow you, that you made us to know this is the way, walk in it, that that you've opened up uh, your heart to us, the most intimate parts of who you are by your spirit and that you gave him to us and that he's the one that's leading us. He's the one that's guiding us. He's the one that's speaking for you, that he doesn't speak of himself, but whatever he hears from you and from the son that he, he speaks and he communicates that to us. And he takes all of those things of your kingdom and of your son and makes them real to us. Father, I thank you for the reality of uh, Christ in the earth, of Christ in us, the hope of glory. And Father, I pray for every one of us, like Paul prayed, that you'd give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, Father, that we would, uh, through this time uh, uh, studying your word, that we would have more light and more understanding concerning your plan for our lives, concerning your leadership in our lives, concerning Uh, all the things that you've given us through the knowledge of Jesus Christ, Father, that we could um, stand in every sphere in which you have placed us, in our family, in our place of business, with our friends, 
around people that even consider us enemies. Father, that we would be your voice, that we'd be your hands, your feet. Father, we thank you that uh, signs, wonders, and miracles follow us, your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.